When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hour number two, Jeff Cameron Show. Good to be with you on a Balls McWednesday. Appreciate you joining us. I'm Jeff, that's Tom, Director Matthew. On board as usual. On Twitter, it's at J Cameron Show. Don't forget to like and subscribe, Warchant TV, if that's what you're watching. Appreciate you on 93.3 Real Talk Radio, driving around, hopefully surviving this the first day of school for most. Yep, we get ratcheted back up, locked in, buddy. Man, driving into practice this morning. Mm, game changer. People now. not knowing where they're going. That's the thing. You know, in about a week or two, it won't be as bad because people will be more aggressive in a good way on the road. Right now, they're all like, oh, I got to slap on and change lanes in the last second. I was very worried I was going to be the guy of which you speak. I was concerned as I made my way. My son is going to Leon, and uh, I was making my way over there. I'm not done. Hey, man, there's a very specific way in which drop off and pickup is done, and I don't want to be the a hole that's in the wrong line. You know, messing up the works. I hate that because when it happens to you, when you see some other clueless individual go in there and they're screwing up your morning or your afternoon, you know, it's frustrating, even though I try to show uh, extreme patience because I understand in situations like that, Tom, it can be tough. You are a virtuous man. I'm just saying. If you're new to the program, it can be a toughie. So this morning, I said, all right, up and at him. I was the the ball-busting parent. I was like, hey, man, let's get it, too. Let's get two. Let's go. Got some things to do around here. Time to get up. You got to take the wooden spoon to the pots and pans from here on out. Uh, I didn't do that, but I had everybody. I made the lunches the night before. I had breakfast ready to go in the morning. Coffee was already brewed. Everybody was good. And then I, I you know, I'm 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 a morning guy, well established. But my whole family kept sleeping, so I was like, no, no, this is not what we do. Flippity do with the lights. Everybody got the lights treatment. That's how we roll. Wooden spoon in the pan. Y'all come on and eat now. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Y'all come on out. Oh, man. Go on, get. But I did. I was able to get everybody to get up and, and moving. And uh, at the end of the day, Dad saved the day. I did. I saved the day. But I got us there. And my point was that I was worried that I was going to end up in the wrong line and, and the horns were going to happen and all that. No, no. Silky smooth. Just got to get there on time. Got to allow a little space. Just make sure if you recognize a vehicle to not give them the bird. Like I did all those years ago and then have that be, yeah. I told you that that story is awesome just because of how all the implications. Oh, on so many levels. Um, Is there a a freshman-only car line drop-off? No, no. no? Everybody goes into one there. Everybody goes into one. So it's, uh, but it worked well. Uh, hats off, and then Clark is good to go with his school. Everybody was good. Everybody's good. We're good to go. But it reminded me, and hey, it's come up on the timeline, so let's bring it up because it's football-related. So I will, you know, it's a little bit like when folks try to initiate Cat 5 maintains at a turn. When people try to, I guess, weasel their way in. Everybody thinks they're on the council, the small council. Yeah, they love to suggest to me when I should label such and such game a K-5 
Cat five. It's a two man council, but you have two votes and I have one. That's I mean, that's how small this council is. Very small. So my vote doesn't even count. So what I'm telling you is I'm always on to you when you do it. When you come in here and you guys are, well, you know, I don't know, Jeff, that weight game could be a Cat 5 maintained. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not going to be. Highly unlikely. Let's put it that way, okay? So I think of this next thing that I'm going to lay out here as similar to that, and that is no fewer than five people either on Twitter, here in the chat, via text if you know me personally, on Instagram, all these places where, where I'm at or I can find or be found or what email, you name it, right? People have come in here lately. You feel the winds, Cameron? You feeling those winds? Come on, man. You know you felt those football winds yesterday, Jeff? I like that I am directly associated with football wins because that's a pleasant thing. Nobody gets mad about football wins, and if they do, they should just leave. <laughs> Love it or leave it. So what I, I will tell people, you know, like, hey, I, listen, it was a, there was a breeze. You felt a breeze in an otherwise suffocating environment, okay? Normally, you're just dying because it's, it's like throwing a wet blanket over you at 6 o'clock in the morning. And so the first time you walk outside and it's not a wet blanket and you're not profusely sweating as you lock your front door to go to work, you're like, oh, my God, it's heaven. No, it's not heaven. It's just not insanely hot. For the first time in weeks, it's just not insanely hot. That happened a couple of times yesterday. That's correct. Is that what you're going to reference here? So here you go. I'm gonna, I'll meet you in the middle, everybody. It did happen. It did happen. Yesterday, Tom and I were in Doe Campbell Stadium. We were the smartest of the uh, folks covering the team as we immediately moved to the top of the stadium steps, knowing that that's where the shade would welcome us. Yeah, on the visitor side, in that part of the day, that's where you want to be. Like an old oak tree, it said, come on up, friend. And so we did. We I may be receding, <laughs> but I can help you right now. I've got you. Read your book under my branches, won't you please? So we did. We went all the way up, and we sat down to take our notes for the football team and, and, and talk about what it was we felt good about and all that good stuff. And so we, we did. And then at one point, very briefly, a breeze swept across our faces. And I looked at you and you me, and we said, well, that was, well, but we still didn't call them football wins. We just duly noted with a knowing nod that a breeze had crossed our path for the first time all camp long. Yeah, so much like the Cat 5 Council, I sit and I'm a voting member on the uh, Football Wins Council. I have one vote. You have two. But can I submit for approval Mm. that this could be called a messenger wind? Yeah, I like messenger wind for a lot of reasons. Um spirits of yesteryear there's a little mysticism to it maybe our native american brothers and sisters reaching out to us from beyond the grave to let us know our time is is soon you would know that's in your blood it is so i don't know tom it's tough uh i can't i I don't know exactly what i would call them but that happened yesterday it also happened 
Now, we get a lot of pop-up storms, violent one yesterday, violent storm yesterday. But I, I, it was. It was violent yesterday. I said, what the hell is going on out here? The apocalypse. So, hey, so here's the thing. I was uh, sitting back off to the side. The, I was playing golf over the weekend. Um, just got a nine in, and then a, and then an eighteen on a Sunday. So just just a twenty seven holes over the weekend. <laughs> and at one point, late in the evening, that same, well, I was on the tee box, and I was playing by myself, and it was glorious. I took a, I just took a step back away from the ball. Felt it, let it wash over me for a second, and I hesitated. My brain was like, "Is that no? Oh, oh, oh. It is not." But a messenger win yeah, is the yeah. nice middle ground. I'll give you messenger win. Couple messenger wins out there, folks. Yep, they do exist. Couple messenger wins. Last night after one of the storms, two nights ago, you have me giggling because um, two nights ago we had a pop-up storm over by us in the Buck Lake area. Mm. It looked like, because it's so dark outside, it looked like somebody flicked on and off stadium lights on my front lawn through the doors. Everything just went white. I was like, oh, my God. But last night after one of the pop-up storms, I went out to take out recycling and trash, and it was notably cool by this year's standards. I walk in, I ask my smart device, what the hell temperature is it? And it was 77. It was 77 before 6.30 p.m. I couldn't believe it. I opened up the back deck because I said, we're not going to have this for another month. Well, you got to open it up for like an hour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it goes quick. The messenger wins. They come and they go. They don't stay long. The more sustained football wins that we're all clamoring for are a ways away, friends. They are a ways away. You can't make them appear because you email me, tweet at me, Instagram me. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make it so just because you want it to be. I say it aloud hoping that it happens, but it is not. They are just messenger wins. But it is nice to feel them because it does portend. It does indeed. FSU Gnome writes, no place worse than where I live, middle Georgia. Hottest Florida, no breeze, surrounded by trees. It's the butt, <laughs> the butt of Georgia. That's right. It's the butt. <laughs> it's the butt of Georgia. Oh, that is well done. It's well, not dissimilar from here when it gets really hot. We're, we have a lot of trees. Yeah, we're landlocked. Which is a good thing. I don't know where the breeze comes from. Certainly not from the the Gulf. No, it, it's not. Um, but I know where he's talking about in Georgia. It's a toughie. You can hear it when you walk outside. If, yeah. Oh, it's the worst. Just that sound. Death all around you. Pissed off birds. Yeah, angry, dying birds, yep. desperate for their next meal. Mm -hmm. Bugs burning. <laughs> uh, yeah, you walk out, you're like, oh, there's, there's that familiar sizzle of middle Georgia. The butt of uh, of the south. Is it 11 o'clock already? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, these kids going over to Jacksonville, they leave today, FSU football. It's a good day for the offense. Bad news to start the post-practice update. Caden Lyles is out for the year, and that means you lose a backup 
uh, center backup guard at the very least. Um, may have ended up being a starter. We, we don't know. I don't think he was on track to start, but I do think he certainly was going to provide depth for us this year. Uh, I wish him well. Uh, season-ending injury is all that Mike Norvell said. We know it's a leg. Uh, so we, we, we wish him well. They are going to try to petition and see if he can get another year is what it sounds like from Mike's post-round, uh, post-practice. Uh, Explore round all options was the term, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that has to be. Really strange now that now that the news is out because there were rumors, and, and we all know of the rumors. And, look, if it makes it on, on social media or a board, inevitably we're going to get texted by friends if we don't see it already. But what's really strange about this is it's not a game week. You're not gaining an advantage over anybody by this Saturday. My man was wearing shoulder pads earlier in the week and his helmet going through stretches. I think I've got a guess here. And I don't, it is just my guess. I don't know anything. And if I did know something medically, I I can't tell you. They found out over the weekend is what he said, too, just in case. I don't know where you're going to go, but that's what Mike said on the record today. Right. So... There seems to have been something, and he said it this. He said it today, so I don't mind bringing it up. The injury occurred last week, so there was there was an injury at practice last week. Okay, the rumors of which you speak made their way on boards. Anything that covers Florida State, anybody that does, you you we saw it. We saw that it was out there. The chatter amongst Seminole fans, it was out there. It was omnipresent across all sites. You name it, all right? Certainly I heard it, got a text early, and I texted you, truth be known, and was like, sure hope this isn't true, is whatever I said to you. So, point is... Of bleeping course. Right. (laughs) I added a little flair to the text. So, the point would be that that happened, and it is frustrating, uh, but you, you just hope, because there are rumors that surround players, coaches, teams, programs. It's the nature of the beast. Uh, You just thought, okay, well, nothing's confirmed yet. So the further removed we got from last week's practice where this was alleged to have occurred, of course, we were at every practice last week, and we never saw the cart never came out, never picked anybody up. There was nothing like that. We wouldn't have been able to tell you if there had been, but Mike would have been asked after practice about it, and he would have addressed it, and then therefore we would have been able to talk about it after subsequently Mike Norvell, the head coach, did. But that didn't happen. There were no medical emergencies last week on the practice field. Nobody came rushing out because a kid... Listen, I can say this now. When Schrader busted up his leg, we all saw it happen and knew instantly. Oh, no. And when was that? To, whatever. Well, just in case, because people might be like, wait a minute, he did what? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, back in the day. Two years ago. Yeah, whatever, back yeah. in the day when, when it happened. When that Schrader. happened, yeah. yes. When that happened, I remember the play. I was watching it when it happened, and he went down, and Mike went to comfort him, and the whole world knew he was hurt. And, you know, he handled it like a man, for lack of a better term, just sat there holding his helmet, but you knew he was really hurt. And they had to wheel his ass out. Well, there was no guesswork at that point. You're like, well, that ain't good. Um, you know, uh, Coach, why did you wheel his ass, ass out? <laughs> you know, and so you just – at that point, you, you knew what the deal was. So, uh, unless he's Paul Pierce, uh, it was going to be a serious injury, right? So, at that point, um, it was not a shock what we found out later on. Nothing like that happened last week. Nothing. So, you did kind of hold, maybe you were hoping against hope, but you held on to the idea of, 
Well, I don't. I didn't see anything like that. And the guy is the guy who's allegedly out is out here right now in shoulder pads. Right, right. So you just, not exactly you know spry during stretching and warm ups, but he's there. But he's there. Right. And right. so you were just again. Bottom line is the only reason I bring any of this up is that is that it was addressed today after practice. He's out for the year. We didn't see anything last week that suggested that this was something that was a severe injury. So it, it's not shocking that we had to wait till now to find out that that's it, that's all. Uh, my guess is that he, you know, probably a non-contact injury, something like that. Oftentimes that leads to these kinds of things where it's really frustrating when that happens. And then he felt a little something. They held him out. They let the swelling go down. They looked at it a little bit closer. My other guess is that he was going to be willing to try to fight through and play with it, uh, play through it. I mean, sometimes like guys, depending if it's a partial tear or what right, it is, right. or, or if you can stabilize it and support it. Or get a second opinion or something like that, then that, that you know, got it to the early part of this week. But if it was indeed they found out last weekend, it just is strange that, again, it's not like he is um, a Remington Award nominee or finalist and you've got Florida coming up this weekend. Right, so right. there must have been some kind of hope. I don't yeah, know I what think the hope was. Hope, yeah. Yeah. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen. He's gone for the year. So that that's a, that's a ding to the depth. Uh, I don't think he was going to start. In fact, I, I mean, I, you know, in my mind, I have a feeling I know the starting five for that offensive line. And I think I know who the backup's going to be. Yeah, I agree. The more uh, interesting talking point as a result of this injury for you and me, at least in terms of just kind of assessing what it means, what it doesn't mean uh, for Florida State, um, is, okay, look, do they have players that can be viable backups to Maurice Smith if he starts, right? He was a starter last year. I would assume he's going to be a starter this year. And it's interesting, we think, and without getting into details because we don't want to get in trouble with this, they've worked a lot of guys there. There's a guy that I think has the potential to be really good there, but he's not ready yet. There's another guy that if he has to play, I don't think he'll be a disaster, but I think he's he's not where he needs to be. It's not ideal. And then there's another guy that Tom, I think, is if we're just talking about being a backup, I think he could be a, a really good one. I think he's probably ready to be that. So why do I bring these three guys up and kind of a cloak and dagger? Well, I don't want to get in trouble for telling you all the different people that they're rotating into the position. I don't know if Mike wants us to tell you that. It's a, it's a competition, et cetera. But I do think, though, Tom, that the other reason to bring it up is that I'm letting people know there is a viable backup right now on this roster at that position who I think if he were told that he had to start would not blank the bed. I think he'd be all right. I think he would play pretty well. I'm wondering who you're thinking about. We'll have to talk about it during it, the break. We, but... It's a mutual admiration society from you and me. Okay. Uh, well, there's here's one thing, though. I was looking for the tweet at Warchant because I tweeted it. I'm just looking for the correct wording. Mm -hmm. Eight days ago, Norvell said this about Darius Washington, that uh, he's been resting from practice and that he's coming along. Well, if you head to Warchant.com and you sign up for just $1 it's a buck. for a year, and you join the, the community and you see, say, the practice observations from yesterday, you'll note that... Resting no more, Darius Washington does appear in some of the trench notes and observations. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Norvell gave us the window, so I will jump through that window to describe this. Now that Darius Washington is no longer resting, I think he could be one of the guys that maybe they, they work on. Because he, Norvell also said today, as many as we can. Ira asked him the question, so are you going to work out 
specific mm-hmm. players, mm-hmm. how many, and Mike's response was as many as we can. We know Alex Atkins has said in the past that Darius Washington can play all five positions on the offensive line. will be interesting to see. We won't be at Jacksonville the next couple of days. That'll be Aslan and Corey. But I'll be interested to hear how that goes because they wouldn't not try a guy that they believe can play center as a backup center at some point here. Before we break, I'll answer Brian's question. Are the linemen routinely wearing knee braces to help stabilize their knees in order to mitigate knee damage? Absolutely they are. They look like uh, robots. They're all geared up uh, more than I've ever seen. I mean, I think they are exercising every precaution imaginable, Brian. I mean, it's, it's excessive in my opinion. It's kind of like the late 90s, early 2000s when you saw batters in the batter's box. Oh, yeah. You know, Barry Huge made it really cool. Races. Barry yeah. Bonds did. Yeah, everybody's got it now. Yeah. It's unreal. Uh, now, they've probably come a long way with those braces since when I played because those braces were cumbersome. They were really difficult to move around in. Nobody liked wearing them. It was frustrating. If you so much as had a simple, like, slight sprain, but you felt fine. I would almost, there were times that I would almost want to be shot up as opposed to wear one of those braces because they were that kind of cumbersome. But I don't think that's the case anymore. The technology and the design, these guys now wear those all the time and they're able to, to, to move very fluidly. So I think, I think it's changed. And so now I think it's just as a matter of precaution to your point, Brian, there's probably not a staff in America that doesn't make their linemen who get, you know, they get, this is what happens. You're in the trenches. Guys get blocked into you or get knocked into you. Your knees are forever getting taken out. Guys go down in a heap all the time because there's just a big man. Once you start to fall, these aren't limber receivers putting a hand down and spinning their way out of a hit. I mean, this, these are big-ass dudes. So they all have these braces on, and they're taught to just lay, lay, lay still, lay down. Like, don't fight that. We're all right. So, yes, Florida State is doing everything they can. Uh, to, to try to prevent these things. It's Jeff Cambridge Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Jeff Cameron Show. Rolling on on a ball's big Wednesday. Hope this finds you doing very, very well. Football tomorrow. Preseason fully underway. Ravens. First game of the preseason, Tommy. That's right. The Ravens. Playing Tennessee. The Ravens football tomorrow. Uh, yeah, there you go. Harbaugh can throw some tricks at Malik Willis tomorrow. Yeah, forget. You gotta, you got to find everybody, right? Yeah. Uh, butts play on Friday. Really, everybody plays. If we're looking around here, that's not Bucks. I said butts. Talking about you, Jags. Giants, Patriots, Titans, Ravens, Falcons, Lions. Did you catch um, Hard Knocks? 
No, is that started? Yeah, first one was last night, I think. Oh, man. Can you believe it? It's is sneaky. it the Cowboys again? Who it's is sneak- it? No, it's the Lions. I oh, think see, I had no idea. Sneaky, sneaky. So the Ravens are uh, a minus 190 proposition tomorrow. I think that's actually fairly cheap, given the trend. Harbaugh cares deeply. What's the uh, line itself? Three and a half. Mm. It's a little too much. Just take them to win at minus 190. Mm-hmm. Got uh, Jets, Eagles, Cardinals, Bengals. Bengals. Uh, Buckaroos play Saturday against the Dolphins. I like seeing the uniforms in the field at the same time. Yeah, you'll see the uniforms with Kyle Trask or uh, Ryan Griffin or somebody else playing quarterback. Good chance Kyle Trask gets cut. He sucks. Woo! A rough camp. Every media outlet is talking about how badly Sorry, he's playing. ass. You've got the tools, unlike any other rookie quarterback in Buccaneer history, to Meaning, learn underneath. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the ability to learn. Oh, yeah. His tools are limited. To learn underneath. Those are the tools. Yeah. And it didn't work. And it's gone. Get rid of him. Bring in some other backup. Let Ryan Griffith be our backup. Here we go. The toughie. Next year is going to be a toughie. But that's okay. Well, you're going to have to draft year. a quarterback is what you're going to have to do. Obviously, Ryan Trask is a bum. So we're going to have to Kyle tra- Trask. Kyle, so much Ryan, so Kyle, yeah. whatever the hell. Uh, but we are. We're going to have to uh, We're going to have to draft a real quarterback uh, to, uh, to supplant the greatest of all time. That's a tough transition. You're used to a lot of things. Take a lot of things for granted. Is Matt Moore still available? <laughs> Let's go get him. Could go get your guy. Is he still in the league? Who, Colt? Yeah. Colt McCoy. Go get your hero. Ooh. Colt Mike Evans. Longhorned Aggie. Oh, good God, no. <laughs> we can't do it. Roquan Smith has requested a trade from uh, the Bears. I find that odd. The all-pro linebacker, and yeah, he's been good, has requested a trade out of the organization. that He did so yeah, earlier this week due to a lack of productive contract talks. It's negotiation. It happens. But he's entering the final year of his deal and noted that the Bears' new front office regime doesn't value me. He's only 25 years old. I think they do. Roquan, I think they do. He believes the organization is not negotiating in good faith. Negotiations are always ugly, but hey. Hey, sometimes this is the play that you have to make because he has the third most tackles since he joined league no he's awesome he's really really good second oh, yeah. you can affix him at second team or better in the all pro rankings when the season's over uh, i'd be interested in him oh you you think oh yeah oh uh, yeah yeah i bring it up only because i'm interested in him devin white for him right now jeez man mm. why are you coming for it all you just go straight for it last year would suggest that that might be a good trade well hold on the year before wouldn't that's correct. So let's go easy here, my man. And we've got a more consistent player here. I don't know that he's better. White at his best is fierce. I, no, I would not. Okay. I All would right. not. But I like that you asked the question. Man, came in swinging. Why not? I would get this rid whole of, thing's going to blow up in a year anyway. No, you're wrong about that. You're wrong about that. Am I really? You are. You are. We're doing a good job of supplanting the roster with better and newer players that are going to step in nicely. Just don't have a quarterback. Right, yeah. Hey, listen. That's that's a big one. That's all right. Go get you a quarterback. Offseason, it'll be there for you. Go get you a quarterback. We'll get out of the broadcast No, God, no. That little pop gun arm. That ain't winning nothing for nobody. Um, Hmm. 
Who would you go get? I have no idea. I'm trying to think of like some of the old timers that might be cut loose this year for one more run. <laughs> you just because, want one more veteran? Yeah, because you're going to have Matt Ryan comes up just short with the Colts this Ooh. year. You snatch up Matt Ryan. I think you have to if he was available, and he didn't look like Drew Brees this year. <laughs> I, I think you might have to. He could look like Peyton Manning at the end of his career. Come on, cowboy. One more time. Jeff Saturday, I need you. I can't I can't get it there. Can't get it there. One time, Sheriff. One last drive, Sheriff. I'm here for you. Frank Gore has been charged with assault after an alleged domestic violence incident. I say, damn it, Frank. Can't go to Atlantic City. Can't, for any reason? You can't. It's just tough times. I mean, Atlantic City. From Nucky Thompson to Frank Gore. We've been doing this a long time. I mean, I, I that is, um, it's tough. But he, well, I don't know what happened. It's a it, the report of a dispute with a 28-year-old woman. Uh, she was speaking to uh, hotel security when the cops arrived. Uh, there were... No observable signs of injury, so this isn't a situation like they had with uh, Warren Sapp or Ray Rice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I went straight to Warren Sapp. <laughs> this wasn't that, but I, you know, Frank Gore. If you're if you're ranking the Canes of likability, Frank would have been high on my list mm-hmm. prior to this story. I think which he's we'll see how it shakes out. We'll see how it shakes out. We'll see how it shakes out. Innocent until proven guilty. I don't know, but I mean, uh, Frank would be removed from the list immediately. Unfortunately, uh, who's I'm, number one? Andre Johnson. The Rock. No, Andre Johnson. I love he. I still like Andre. I wish I wish he were still in the league. Yeah, I loved him. Well, if Julio gets hurt this camp, maybe we can sign him. Andre. By far and away, my favorite. I is I can't name another cane that Ed I Reed? even. You don't like Ed Reed? I like Ed Reed. Yeah, me too. It's Slim Pickens from there. I just can't think of too many. Guys. Brad Kaya. <laughs> Brad was fun to make fun of because they thought they had him one. They thought they had a guy. And he was Van Dyke. A, he was a bum. How do you feel about Van Dyke? I can't say that on these airwaves. Interesting. Okay. No, no, no. Is that positive? Uh, whatever. I hope he gets blindsided early in camp. I just I don't have a. You did say that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not, you know, nothing permanent. Just I, no, no, I don't. I don't have any nice feelings towards Van Dyke. I don't. I'm going with uh, Andre Johnson's the answer to your question, and then I would have said Frank Gore, but uh, but alas. So now there's like none but Andre Johnson. That's it. Reggie oh, uh, Ed Wayne. Reed. Ed Reed. I like Ed yeah, Reed. You're Ed right. Reed. Yeah. yeah. Reggie Wayne, maybe. Maybe. I don't know why, but if you were a receiver with the Colts, I don't know that I can trust at any point that you are what I thought you were. We learned our lesson with Marvin one time Harrison. And you, you know, think that Reggie, I, I could just picture this. Reggie just, seems like a good enough guy. Oh, I, I know who. Uh, the linebacker that I did a show with on SiriusXM. Um, Former Saint is now in the broadcast booth. Mm-hmm. Does a really good job. Uh, Vilma. Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Vilma. Vilma. I like yeah. Jonathan Vilma. He's he's a good guy. I actually talked to Jonathan Vilma off the air. He's a good guy. I just picture the Colts charter, and Reggie Wayne is always so afraid because Marvin tells Reggie to sit in the window <laughs> seat next to him. 
So then he's locked, and Marvin never goes to the bathroom, uh, no, never gets up. No, that's it. So Reggie this, is stuck. Yeah, and what's he going to say? Right. And so he's tried everything, and on this day, he's going to be the last one on the plane, and he hopes that Marvin has filled the seat. And when he gets on the plane, Marvin stands up and says, Reggie, where you been? Yeah, and it's over. Thought you were going to miss the flight. <laughs> I saved your seat. Sit down. <laughs> I think it would be better if he said it nicely, like knowing that you had no options. Oh, I, I got you, baby. I got you. You're good to go right here. Right here. Have a seat. And Reggie goes, that'll be fine. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good, Marvin. Sounds good. We're going to play some cards or going to be silent as usual on the way there. Yeah, no answer. No answer. Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Some roofing companies say they're the best in town with the best price around. Safety's their top priority, but they don't always have your best interest in mind. At T-Spark Enterprises, roofing and construction, they're doing a job in my neighborhood right around the corner. They believe in doing things the right way and the safe way. Employees undergo regular safety training and are constantly being educated on new techniques and new materials like becoming master metal applicators. If you considered a new metal roof, Long-lasting and durable. You're in luck. T-Spark Enterprises Roofing and Construction are the best in town. Give them a call today, 766-1340, or get a free quote today at tsparkconstruction.com. tsparkconstruction.com. So the T-Spark picked up a tab for us uh, a week or two ago. Two lucky dudes that weren't us. Yeah, exactly. I know. It was like the Mirror Universe episode of Seinfeld. I wish that we had had the uh, good fortune of... uh, Partaking in those free beers, but a, but but alas, another time, T Spark, another time. We will we'll take you up on that. It was Joel and Ted, not Jeff and Tom. <laughs> uh, I I like old Smitty's over there. That's uh, they had some t- tasty cold beverages and some decent food, buddy. You'll have to come over there with me. We'll we'll make our way over at some point. I got to get my passport for my trip to Georgia. Buddy, you live further out from everything that I do. Where you live is in the middle of nowhere. Not where I live. That, once you made that move, you could not make the joke anymore. That's true. You, you, you know what, though? It's getting built up in such a way that I know when you is. see all of the burgeoning restaurants and wonders out my Someday, way. Someday, they'll bring that to the sticks, and you'll have everything the rest of us have in Tallahassee. The value you get on my property is amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Mets win last night? Indeed they did. Mm. Is there a night they don't, buddy? You, you didn't know that you would you know this quickly reach a place uh, where it would be easily easy to dislike the Mets. <laughs> oh, for others, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could even hear myself talking to some of the fellow beat members earlier in the week about the four out of five, and I wasn't trying to be mean. It was just right now they're that good. I wanted you to win five out of five because it would be that funny. It would be a very Mets thing to happen to Atlanta. You know, like the Mets would lose five out of five games. In a, in a four-day series. And that, that would be something that, the, you know, yeah. that we would just get ridiculed for. We're like the Browns of baseball. Well, Even though we've had oh, far more please. success than yeah, the Browns. I was, I was say. But everybody, I mean, it makes headlines when you make fun of when you make fun of the Mets. And I get that, and I embrace that. That's yeah, part New of who York. we are. It's New York, right. Robbie Bonilla's stuff, I mean, that's that's who we are. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we almost did. We almost came back, even when the Braves were hot-dogging it in the dugout, acting like they won the World Series in a Friday game. Strange stuff. Yeah, uh... I'm going to let you guys argue about all that. Pirates lost to Arizona again last night, so this is this is who we are. You're up six to two, by the way, in the fifth. All right, 
Roll on, Big River. Good stuff. You know, win 120 games. Don't not win the World Series if that That's happens. the hard part. You know, you've got to enjoy the season for what it is. No. I always enjoy a division championship because I grew up in a world, this one's for you Braves fans, where you won 14 straight. Like I could not stand also, you because all you did was win the East every year. Also, so. you should you should you you should appreciate. The, I I think that baseball's postseason is very very different than baseball's regular season. Now, obviously, you value World Championships more than you do division titles. Of course, and if you can win one of those, that'd be great. You would take that over any division title any day of the week. Everybody knows that, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't value division championships. Those are won over the course of 162 games. They have value. It's not like a seven-game set. You want Out of 162 games, if you win a division, you earn the hell out of that. No, there's a very good chance with the October 22nd bye week, which the World Series doesn't start till November this year. Yeah, I hate that um, because there's a chance that one of the games is unduly affected by cold sure. if, if, if the right teams make it. That October 22nd bye week, your boy over here may give himself several days in Manhattan in case, I don't know, there was just a game up there to go to. Wouldn't that be nice? Another stat, and people roll their eyes these days, I I just continue to marvel at it and enjoy it and embrace it because it's cool. Uh, but Shohei Itani with another home run and another win, um, this is it's crazy. Six scoreless innings to go with his team leading 25th home run. Uh, Otani joined Babe Ruth, 1918, as the only player in Major League history to have at least 10 home runs and 10 wins in the same season. That according to, uh, I guess, a, a, a stat that, yeah, stats and info put up for ESPN. According to uh, the Angels, two players from the Negro Leagues also did it. Bullet Rogan, who has a cool name. Oh, man. 1922, Kansas City Monarchs, Eddie Ryle of the 27 Detroit Stars. What would Bullet Rogan play in football? Running back? Got to be. Yeah, running back, I would think. Bullet Rogan could be a receiver, but running back is is, is likely, yeah. yeah. Bullet Bob Hayes. You got, I mean, just like you think about, if you're, if you're Bullet anything, you couldn't really be a defensive player. Probably couldn't be Bullet now, either. This day and age. Yeah. I mean, I think you could. Washington it. became the Wizards for a reason. They did a while back. Um. Yeah. Anyhow, I just th- here you go. Show hey Tony now. By the way, 21, 2022, We're talking about 157 Ks so far this year pitching, um, while also hitting 25 home runs. 156 Ks last year while also hitting 25 home runs. The list only includes Babe Ruth, and the numbers are a lot different. Baseball was a lot different back then, but in 1919, Babe Ruth hit. 25 or more home runs while striking out a robust 30. Not 157, but 30. Uh, um, that was in 1919. So Throwing meatballs up there. Well, he actually was a good pitcher and pitched well in the World Series. At one point, you go look at that stat line. But it is it is pretty crazy. I, I, I think sometimes we just take for granted. I know baseball is what it is. People, It's not nearly as popular as it once was, but... I don't like to overlook. It's like when Serena retired, and I talked about it last hour. If you're if you're a sports fan, and anybody listening to this show is, you love sports, you love competition, you get probably the history of it. You know, you like everything about it. It's escapism, but it's also probably something you participated in to varying degrees of success, right? All of us. But one thing's for sure is that we love to measure everything, hence the popularity of, of lists. But for me, it's more along the lines of, hey, man, I got to 
Uh, we have this finite time to live, and during that time with which we are occupying the planet, did we get to see one of the greatest to ever do anything? So, you know, if you where, where that is certifiable, like if you some of these numbers make that possible, measurable, where you can say uh, with, with a degree of context that somebody is this or that. Now, it's tougher to compare arrows, but you can still know. And so when it's happening, I like to take notice of it and try to acknowledge it as opposed to impugn it. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm going to see Brady play for the Bucks this year. I, I have not. And when oh, he retired did, in the offseason. I did year one, buddy. I was right there. I know. And Twice. When he retired this offseason, I you thought. You were like, oh, no. Oh, that was dumb. I should have seen him. Mm. So in December, that's going to be something that happens. You remind me of my lament, my great lament, not having interviewed Rowdy Roddy Piper. You had him on speed. Bike. I had him. I had his number. Can you believe that? That is my great regret. I could have entered, and he would have talked. He was at that stage where he was just a chatty Kathy. He'd have been talking to me all day long. Because, like Jake the Snake did. Because, well, that was a great interview. Go, guys, look at that arc in the archive. Go listen to my interview with Jake the Snake. It's a fantastic interview. But I would have had Rowdy, and I could have, and I, you know, that Piper was my guy. So I could have, I could have been referencing matches from 1980, and he would have been like, this guy. Here we go. He's a fan. I could have told him, Saturday night's main events, USF Sundome, me and my brother John, only guys in the building with Piper shirts on, cheering you on as you used a foreign object to beat down Hulk Hogan. Sorry ass. It's a glorious night indeed. Still on a VCR tape. Wow, they let him lose in Tampa? Yeah. Oh, very well, good. Well, the match got stopped because they said oh, okay. Roddy was cheating, but I, I don't know. Seems up on, on the up and up to me. So we've got a greedy and a pokey, and I'm sure some other nicknames I can't think of right now. If Rowdy was a player on a football field, what position would Rowdy play? I don't like. I don't want that name. I'm, Rowdy Rowdy Piper's fine for wrestling, but Ronda Rousey, I didn't like her being called Rowdy, and I don't like Rowdy Telez from the Brewers, his fat ass. I don't like. Yes, no, no, no. I don't want him. Kicker, I suppose. Maybe punter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that. Should we do? You want to do problems now? Probably best. Cue it up. Gotcha. Stand by. Gotcha. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? Uh, I mentioned that the Mets lead the Reds 6-2 to two in the bottom of the fifth. That game was started by TJ Zuch. Of the Reds and Tuan Walker of the Mets. Rays, Brewers, 2-0 Milwaukee in the third. Jeffrey Springs, Brandon Woodruff. Good pitching matchup there. Nats and Cubs are just underway in front of seven people. Josiah. Come on down the hill and pitch for us. Josiah Gray pitching for Washington and the Cubs will throw Justin Steele. Angels A's. Tuki Toussaint going to go for the Angels. I said A's. And, what did I say? I don't know what the hell I said. Angels and A's is what I meant to say. Paul Blackburn going for the Athletics. Giants Padres. Jacob Judas. Sean Manaya. Swing your authentic swing. Yankees Mariners. We got Nestor Cortez. Robbie Ray. Nestor. Yay. Oh, there it is. Blue Jays. Orioles. 
Jose Barrios and Dean Creamer. Marlins, Phillies, Sandy Alcantara, Noah Syndergaard. Throwing hard? No, he's not anymore. 93-94. Is that right? It's a damn shame. Guardians, Tigers, Aaron Savale and Drew Hutchison. Braves, Red Sox, Kyle Wright, Nick Pavetta, Rangers, Astros, Glenn Otto. Hey, I'm Glenn Otto. Welcome to Glenn Otto. Justin Verlander going for the Astros, throwing 104 miles per hour inexplicably. White Sox, Royals, Johnny Cueto, Chris Bubik. Cardinals, Rockies. Way to go, Rockies. Beat up on the cards again tonight, would you? Jose Quintana going for the Cardinals. Kyle Freeland going for the Rockies. Pirates, D-backs, Mitch Keller. Starting to figure it out, Mitch. Starting to figure it out. Madison Bumgarner for the D-backs. Finally, Twins, Dodgers. Good game tonight. Sonny Gray, Ryan. Beep, pew. And that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. It's the beep. <laughs> oh, man. That's fun. That's a full slate. They're not doing that half step in the way hockey always did us. Here you go, guys. Here's your one game tonight, inexplicably. Yeah. Yeah. It's Wednesday, Friday, right? Yeah, yeah. Screw you. I'm ready for some hockey tonight. Tough luck, buddy. Here's a game. You get one. Camp opens in like three weeks. <laughs> no rest for the weary in hockey, buddy. It's crazy. Good work out of you. Good work, Direct, uh, Director Matthew. Be well, everybody. Have a great day and night. We will talk to you tomorrow on a Redemption Thursday. Redemption Thursday.